our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello, welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You are joined today by Sim. I am so excited to be here. I think for the next couple of episodes, we're just going to have some solo money confessions. I hope you guys have been loving it. Thank you for the feedback. It's been amazing. But this week's episode, this week's Money Confessionist, has left me shocked I I feel like I say this about everyone so it's not really I feel like it loses its meaning it's like when someone always says sorry and they keep saying sorry again and again and then by the like 10th sorry you're like do you really mean this or is this just like a word that you say all the time I just want to start off this episode by saying that one of my press on nails has come off and I feel unbalanced when these things happen it's my right hand press on nail and so I just feel lighter I feel like I'm left heavy I feel like I'm leaning a little bit more to the left like it's I'm off balance you know how much I love moving my hands and it just doesn't feel right so I do apologize if this episode seems incomplete or if it seems like my head isn't the right space because my head isn't I need to I need to sort out these nails anyway let's get straight into the episode this is a good one Now, before we get into the episode, we want to thank our season sponsor, Rentap. Paying rent is a hassle, but what if we told you there's an easier and more straightforward way? Meet Rentap, your ultimate rent paying sidekick. No more ATM trips, no more checks, and no more app juggling. Rentap deposits your rent directly into your landlord's account hassle-free. Plus, it's free to you and your landlord doesn't need an account either. But here's the kick. Rentap doesn't just stop at rent. They're all about helping you build a brighter financial future. There's even an option to report rent payments to boost your credit score, making home ownership more achievable. For our GTI listeners, we've got an exclusive deal. Use our referral link rent.app/gti for $50 cash back on your first rent payment. Ready to simplify? Check out the referral link in the description or head over to rent.app slash GTI and make rent a breeze. Hello, I just wanted to start off by saying I love the podcast. It has helped me immensely in the past year and it's honestly changing so many girls' lives. 
very kind. Thank you. My money situation is the following. I am scared. I am so scared of debt and credit cards. To give you context, I grew up in a working class family. My parents had me and my siblings really young, so both worked really hard to provide us, give us everything we need, even if that meant sometimes we had a big credit card debt bill. Honestly, I don't know the specifics, but I remember my parents stressing about paying credit card debt and discussing it when we were young. I think the biggest impact and the one I remember the most was when my mum took out a loan for my 15th birthday party. I come from a South American country, so for us, when a girl turns 15, it's a really important moment. We have a big party with all our friends and family. I love my party and I will be forever grateful for my parents, but when I found out about the loan debt, I felt so, so guilty. I feel like everything in my childhood made me scared of anything related to debt. I'm afraid of ending up with an extremely big credit card debt and not recovering from it. I don't own a credit card currently for these exact reasons. The thing is, lately I've been doing some research and I've realized that there's some advantages in having a credit card, but I didn't understand it. I would love if you could give some insights about credit card and credit card debt. Is it good to have it? Am I weird for not having one? How does the whole credit card thing work and can I avoid it? Is it really necessary to have one or is it better to only have debit cards? Sorry for the amount of questions, but Girls That Invest is like my secure place to ask anything related to money without feeling judged. I'm currently 19 years old, I've recently moved to Australia to study, and my dream is to be able to support my family so they don't have to worry about money ever again. But I understand that I need to overcome these fears to be able to reach that. Thank you for everything you do, I've just finished the book and I love it. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple, increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Firstly, this is very kind and I just want to start off by saying the really sweet compliments at the start and the end of the money confessions, we love them. I think they are so sweet. If you for a second though think that writing us a sweet compliment is going to make us be less honest or be less harsh if we have to it's not going to work we cannot be butted we will tell you the truth when it comes to your money but this is a really really interesting phenomenon first of all before we get into you know how to break this down how to actually resolve the concern and trauma and drama of debt and credit cards 
this is why I absolutely love and cannot stop speaking on money stories and your money history and understanding money trauma because we all grow up in very different ways. We all have different, you know, cards dealt to us in life. And when one person looks at a credit card or holds it, they're going to have such a different emotional reaction than someone else. Like the person sitting across from you might look at a credit card and go, wow, this is really cool. This is a tool. This helps me grow my money. Someone else might hold the exact same little plastic card and feel stress, guilt, anxiety, feel like they're bad with money, feel like they're falling behind. And it all comes down to the history that we've had with these things. I still remember when one of my friends, we were in university, she opened up her wallet and she pulled out a credit card. She came from a wealthy family. And I remember feeling stressed when I looked at her credit card because my head, in my mind, I associated credit cards with being bad with money. And I remember thinking and saying her name, I'll give her a, a fake name, Sally. I remember saying, Sally, like, I thought, like you have a credit card. Like I didn't say it to her, but I, I wanted to say like, I thought you were good with money. And she explained it and she was like, no, I use these for points. Like my dad recommended I get it. Her dad has like a couple of businesses and a couple of real estate portfolios and have, has done well for himself. And I remember thinking, Sally's really good with her money. She's really responsible. Sure. She might buy the occasional, like, you know, nice item, but they usually last and she's very frugal in every other way of her life. Like I've seen what car that woman drives. She's not a big spender. So why does she have a credit card? And I had this exact same feeling with my parents when I found out my parents had a credit card. Instantly, I went to the same conclusion. I was like, mom and dad, I didn't realize you were like bad with money. I didn't realize that you had this issue. And they were like, no, we use the credit card for cash back. You know, for every, I don't know, hundred dollars we spend, we get a dollar back. And so we literally only spend the same amount we would if we had a debit card, but we get maybe 20, 30, $40 a month free. And that's, you know, it goes towards something. So we all have this story of why we view things a certain way. And I think in this instant, it's so important to acknowledge that you've gotten your own story. You have your own money history and you've acknowledged where it's come from. You didn't look at credit cards and go, then bad and put a stamp on it and throw it out. You know, sometimes we see things in life and we're instantly like, no, like the way I look at Crocs, I feel like Crocs are becoming so popular. People are buying them. They're wearing them. My brother has them. I've seen like army patterned Crocs. I've seen some stuff out there. And the way I looked at Crocs and just put a stamp of like, nope, like big red lettering, no, not for me, you will not see me in them, is the way a lot of people view credit cards and debit cards. And it seems like you haven't done that. You've acknowledged that there's been something going on in the background, which has caused you to view this. I mean, it's so obvious, and I'm sure you've picked up on this as well, but for you, the idea of someone using a credit card like your parents to give you something that you want, like they have just wanted you to have a great life and they have decided that they will go out of their way to use a credit card and get a loan just so you could have an amazing 15th birthday party. And that was really important to them and that's what they valued. And as a result, you feel almost guilty like you were the cause of their debt. And if you didn't have to turn 15 and if you hadn't asked for a party, maybe they wouldn't have had to have all these loans. And it's a lot of personal responsibility to put on yourself. It's so, so important to remember that 
you were not the reasons your parents had good or bad financial habits. All children are going to ask for nice things. All children, like I cannot tell you the amount of times my parents have heard me say, I want a Barbie doll. And it was to no end, to no end. I obviously loved this year, 2023 and having the Barbie movie come out, but to no end was I obsessed with it. It is not us as children, it's not our responsibility to feel bad for the credit card debt or personal loan debt or car loan debt that our families have taken up on us. So I just want you to let go of that. I want you to release that anger. I want you to release the guilt that you have around people spending money on you in a way that was not in alignment with their financial goals. However, sounds like you realize that there's some advantages of having a credit card, but you don't fully understand it. We do have a episode on credit cards that you can listen to if you want a deep idea, but I still want to give you some basic facts that you can walk away with. A debit card is a card that's connected to a bank account, and that bank account is like a cup that has no holes. So if you have a full cup with, let's say, $1,000, every time you spend that debit card, a little bit of you know money comes out of that account, a little bit of water pours out of that cup. And when there is no water left in that cup, you have no money to spend. Like if you have $0 in that bank account and you have your debit card and you try to buy a $5 coffee, it will decline because it's like there's no money left. The issue with debit cards is if you have no money left, you have no money left. The benefit of debit cards is if you do not have the financial means to buy something, you will have the embarrassment of your card being declined. And I have found that very helpful. In my personal life, I have never had a credit card. That's a privilege to say, but it also is because I know my behavior and I know that credit cards do encourage you to spend more. Having a credit card increases your spending by about 16%. It's more or less depending on age demographics, but you just end up spending more. I use a credit card for my business and why some people use credit cards is it's like a cup, but it is a cup that continues. It's like a bottomless cup. If you use up all the water in that cup, the credit card company will pour more water. They will give you more money. They give you a limit of up to $5,000, $10,000, $20,000, and they will keep filling up that cup until your limit hits. The benefits of credit cards is obviously the points. Some American um, Express cards, for example, or Platinum cards, a lot of reward cards, especially point cards that are linked to flights in Australia. Same with the US, same with the UK and New Zealand. They're all very similar. Those give you some really great points. And so if you find that you are spending enough to justify a credit card, What a lot of people do is they then instantly pay back the loan on their credit card. So let's say you buy something for $1,000. You buy a couch. I don't feel like couches are $1,000 anymore. I bought a secondhand one for $1,000. I'm not really loving it right now. But let's say I bought my couch for $1,000. I would then buy it, let's say, with my credit card if I had a personal credit card. And then I would instantly from my bank account pay off that credit card by $1,000. And so I'm treating it like a debit card, 
but I'm getting the points. And when that happens, that is fantastic. And that means that you are getting free rewards and you're paying off your card and you're not paying a high interest rate. These are fantastic. If you are worried that you are going to end up with an extremely big credit card debt and that you're not going to be able to recover from it, you just have to look at yourself and look at your spending habits and be honest and say, am I someone that's going to spend a little bit more recklessly because I don't feel like I'm spending my own money? If that is an honest yes, don't get a credit card. The difference between someone making $10,000 and someone making $100,000 is not a credit card. The difference between someone living an extremely lavish life and living a life that they want and living that life that they've dreamed of versus someone having a maybe not so nice life, the difference between those people is not the one that had the credit card, which gave them credit card points. Like, your journey to creating wealth and financial freedom is going to come from your investments. It's going to come from your income. It's going to come from your saving and spending habits. And so if you decide, look, I just don't feel comfortable using credit card points, but I feel like I'm missing out. You've really got to assess how much you're missing out on because credit card points do not equal the difference between financial freedom and not. And I think we live in a culture where we want to optimize every single thing and every part that we do and get the absolute best interest rate and the absolute best savings account and the absolute best credit card. It's okay to say, look, I might invest maybe $50 more, but I'm not going to get a credit card. I'm just going to keep using a debit card. So I hope that answers your question. I know it's something that takes time to process and it's almost like a little bit of therapy to unlearn these fearful habits that we have. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is if you don't feel comfortable doing it, there are so many other ways to be good with money. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, let us know. If you have a money confession, send them over to hello at girlsthatinvest.com or DM us on Instagram, and I will see you again for another week's episode. Bye. And as always, to finish off with the disclaimer. Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. Always do your research and please do your due diligence.